Hey everyone, welcome back to Uber Eats, the daily grind, with your host Josh Lester. I know it's been a while since I uh, put out a new uh, podcast, uh, you know, coming through the holidays and, you know, so on. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on in my life, and I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on with your lives. Uh, So, you know, got to handle the family stuff first, and then you know, jump into the, uh, the hobby second, but, um, I just want to start off this podcast, uh, by saying, uh, you know, I'm sorry, uh, for not putting out a podcast sooner. Um, I know it's been a while since episode two and, uh, I know there's been some people, uh, on Facebook and so on that, uh, you know, voice their opinions and most of it is positive which I, I love, and I'll definitely get to some of those comments in this episode, um, and I just want to say that, you know, this is not a full-time job, um, you know, I do have sponsors on this show, and, and it's not like it's a ton of money or anything like that, um, so, you know, if it turns out to be something like that in the future, then I, you know, obviously I'll spend a lot more time on the podcast, and, I just hope you guys understand that I'm just one guy putting out a podcast on the side um, to, you know, voice his opinion and, excuse me, and try to help you guys out along the way and, you know, kind of benefit the the Uber Eats community and break some of the stigmas and so on and so forth. So um, with that said, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I officially hit over, I believe, 300 listens or so, uh, could be more, I'll have to check the analytics on that, um, but yeah, I, I appreciate you guys listening, um, it, it's been awesome, it, it's been really cool to see the support, and, uh, there is, uh, a few people I want to mention, um, later on in the podcast, and we'll get into a section where I'll read off, uh, a letter from a, from a fan that, uh, that really, that really touched me. And uh, it was it was really awesome to hear back uh, from a fan like that. So, uh, anyways, um, this episode uh, I kind of want to talk about overall perception. Um, it, it's a big thing, you know. Uh, I I, I kind of like to report on things I've noticed in the past month or so. And uh, the one big thing I've noticed is the perception from, I guess you could say the difference of perception from the customer to the employee and, uh, the driver. So one thing I've been, you know, hearing from customers and, you know, customers, they always give me, you know, like a statement or something like that, or like, uh, Hey, you know, or a question though, they'll have a question for me. You know, I, I'll be like, Oh yeah, no worries. You have a question. Sure. Um, I'll answer anything for you. And I'm pretty open to the customers and other drivers as well uh, about Uber Eats and all that. And uh, I've had questions such as, well, is it really a viable option considering, you know, um, how many people really order from Uber Eats and can you support a family and so on and so forth. And, you know, I'm sure you guys know by now that, you know, all that's been answered in the first episode, the second episode, it really depends. Um, depends on the area, 
It depends on, you know, the season. It depends on a lot of stuff. And it, it, it seems that the perception overall, and I'll get into the driver's perceptions as well, um, that it's still in a negative light, which it, it kind of bewilders me a little bit that everyone, not everyone, but there's a large, large majority of people that think that Uber Eats is more of a negative than a positive. And I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, I always have mainly the, uh, the customers that will say, oh, well, you know, I'm glad that you're so friendly um, because my last Uber Eats delivery driver, uh, he wasn't as friendly. He dropped the food off on the doorstep. He didn't tell me that it was here, you know, so on. Um, that's not everyone, obviously. And I hope for the majority of the drivers that work for Uber, you know, if you do enough of that stuff, that negativity, eventually you're going to get thrown off the program. I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. So why would you put that in? Why would you put yourself in that position? Um, you know, another thing is, oh, well, I have this one crazy thing. Uh, I just couldn't believe I heard was, and this is from a fellow driver in my area. I don't ever go to the door. I have them come to my car. I'm like, well, first of all, why is that? And second of all, you know that you're not following instructions by the customer and Uber Eats. So why would you go, why would you go against that? Well, his reasoning to me, which I find this astounding, is that he said, if you look in the, um, the rules and all the stuff that Uber covers and doesn't cover, well, they don't cover accidents and things that happen to you outside of your car. Now I looked into this and it's really, yes, I understand that, you know, things happen on the outside. Let's say, you know, you fall down some stairs, stuff like that, you know, things can happen and Uber may not be liable for that, but at the same time, most drivers will not deliver to metropolitan areas all the time. They won't be like, okay, well, I'm going to deliver to the back of this building every single day, or I'm going to deliver to this apartment complex that has six floors, you know, and we all have that. We all deliver to apartment complexes. I understand all that, but that's just not how it is all the time. So why, <coughs> you know, I'm sure, excuse me, I, I, there's a high percentage that more than likely you're delivering to a one story house, a two story house, um, you know, like a cul-de-sac type of housing complex. If you're not doing that and you're delivering to, let's say if you're a delivery driver in New York and you're delivering constantly to these buildings and so on, there's gotta be ways of getting around hazardous stairs or hazardous, you know, environments. What about taking an elevator? You know, stuff like that. It's like, who's going to order Uber Eats 
in the sketchiest of areas. He's not going to order Uber Eats in a warehouse that you have to climb up a rickety staircase and deliver all the way to the top. And if it's like that, then call the person and be like, hey, I'm not comfortable in delivering to you in this environment. Are you able to come out or can I deliver this to another coworker and they can take it to you? You know, stuff like that. There's ways of getting around it. I think mainly it's just people giving excuses. I'm sorry, but it is laziness. You are completely lazy if you don't want to get out of your car to drop off food to a family or to anyone. I think that's just... I'm going to be completely honest, man. I think it's pathetic. It really is. You know, and that's another thing that's giving a bad name to Uber Eats in general. It's like these things could be avoided. All of these things could be avoided. You know, and, and there's another thing. You saw it in the news, I'm sure, recently where the guy reaches in the bag of food and pulls out fries and eats them before the person comes to the door. That's just ridiculous. Why would you do that? You know, you're getting paid by delivery. Fries are not that expensive. If you want fries, go to McDonald's, go to Burger King. Burger King has a 10 piece nugget meal or a 10 piece nugget for a dollar. I guarantee you're going to get more than a dollar for that delivery. So if you're hungry, take time out of your day to feed yourself. And you know, there's cameras everywhere. Why would you even risk that? And you know, Let's say if you were, you had to do that because you're starving or whatever, and how could you be starving if you're doing Uber Eats? You're constantly around food and, you know, you're earning money constantly. So, even if you're in a position where you you just had to eat these fries, why would you do it in front of a house? Why would you do it before you delivered it? At least eat it in the car so no one sees you. Like, that's just stupidity at, at its highest. But anyways, um, on the driver's side of all this, I constantly, I constantly, and this this is not an exaggeration, especially in my area, and I live in Florida, in central Florida, and it's just drivers complaining all the time. I'm not making enough money, you know, it it seems like I'm putting more gas than I'm, you know, getting, you know, as a return and all this. Well what are the factors? What, what are you driving? You know, what, how many hours a day do you drive? You know, and so on. But they don't answer that specifically. They just give me these answers that are so generic. Like, well, I drive, I drive a car. Well, what kind of car do you drive? How many miles per gallon does it get? You know, cause these things matter. You may think that driving your mom's SUV and you not, you know, you spending more money that you're getting back it's, it's, it's just, oh, it's Uber Eats fault because they don't pay as much. Well, dude, no, that's you put not, you know, using their brain and just driving another car. Or you know what? If you're spending more than you're getting back, don't do Uber Eats. Just in general, don't do it because you're just wasting money. You know? So I drive a 2009 Hyundai Accent, which right now is great because price of gas is amazing in my area. It's almost $2 per gallon. I can almost fill my tank up on 10 bucks, which is unheard of. It's crazy, you know, but I I love it because I can get more of a return 
when I'm done at the end of the day. Okay? I don't need to put $20 a day into my tank anymore because of gas prices and also because my car is amazing. So, you know, put those together, man. That's a that's a big factor. Now, if you only work, let's say I had a, I, there was an, actually another guy that was complaining that he wasn't making enough money. And I was like, well, how many hours are you working? He's like three or four. I'm like, what? Well, what do you expect? Sometimes you're not going to make that $10 minimum. Usually in Florida, in central Florida, most of the drivers make about $10 per hour. That's about minimum. Um, you know, that's like the, the, the rate you know, out here, it's like kind of like what you're averaging, you know, well, if you don't, at what times are you doing it? Well, I do it in the morning sometimes. Well, don't do it in the morning, do it in the afternoon, like lunchtime where the lunch rushes, or maybe do it after five o'clock when the dinner rushes. Oh, well, I can't because of this, this, and this. Well, exactly. There's different factors for different people. There's different situations that make it seem like, oh, well, I'm not earning enough money. Well, yeah, because you're not you're not following the basic guidelines to this job. You know, the ba- yeah. I can't be the only one who thinks like this. Like it, there's, and I'm, I don't have all the answers for you guys. You know, it just really depends on your area. Depends on, you know, a lot of stuff like gas prices fluctuate all the time, stuff like that. But a lot of it's common sense. If you're in an area that is that is definitely good after 5 p.m. because of the dinner rush, why would you take orders away from that area? Oh, well, I get dragged down to, uh, south and I, I don't end up there because I'm taking so many orders. Well, then turn the app off, go back to the area, and then turn it on again. I guarantee if you're if it's busy, you're going to get another order. You know, you got to you got to strategically think think these things out because otherwise you're just going to waste money. So it, I don't think it's everyone's like, "Oh, Uber Eats, you know, it's all Uber Eats full." It's not, man. You got to you got to learn how to work. You got to learn how to really you know, strategize your situation. And it's not hard, man. It's really not. The hardest thing is really just going out and doing it. That's the hardest thing. If you think about it, Uber will put like the spots where you're driving and they're, they don't, when you sign up with Uber or Uber Eats or whatever, and you're driving, you don't, what are you going to do? You're going to drive in a non like blue area. Like you're, you, you, they tell you where to go. They don't tell you where to go because they just want you there. They tell you where to go because it's usually busy. Or it, or these people, these uh, restaurants do business with Uber Eats. It's not a sporadic thing. It's not. Now, uh, occasionally you'll get one of those areas, and then there's a bunch of areas around here like that too, that you know they'll have the McDonald's up in the you know, the sticks and sometimes they do Uber Eats because they got to make up that, you know, lost profit because they're so far out of the area, you know, they got to have Uber Eats. Well, that's great. But most of the drivers are not going to go out there because, oh, they just popped up in their app. 
I guarantee you most of those drivers that are out there are probably taking deliveries out there because either one, they live around that area and they know, oh, well, those are going to pop up in my app or two, they're in the area anyway. They're dropping off to a, a customer business, you know, whatever. And they're in that area and it pops in the app and then they just take it because it's right down the road. They would never take it if it was 20 minutes away. And I guarantee you, we've all seen those 20 minute freaking deliveries, those restaurants that pop and you, and you're, and you just get frustrated, man. It's just like, and it'll happen constantly for a good five to 10 minutes. And you're like, well, what the heck? Is there anyone else working? Well, I mean, you know, there's a reason why those are, are popping up. It's because people are, you know, they don't want to do that distance to the restaurant. You know, you also have to learn how you get paid. You you get paid when when you're at the restaurant. When you show up, you start getting paid. You don't get paid driving to the restaurant. So if you're taking, if you're the person that takes those 20 or 22 minute deliveries, I think I've seen a 22 minute delivery pop up. If you take those deliveries, man, money not may not be an issue for you. And thanks for taking those because I wouldn't. I'm going to take orders that are in my radius, that are in my area, that I know are consistent, that I know are not going to take me more than five minutes out of my way to pick up an order and drop it off. You know, and most of the time it's, it's, it's a longer distance to the restaurant than the customer. You know, a lot of times that happens. So why put yourself in that position? I just don't, I don't understand it. I just hope that you guys, you know, kind of take what I'm saying and apply it. And, you know, not, not everyone's just, you know, taking all these far distance orders and all that. And I don't want to come off, you know, being like, oh, well, I'm just insensitive to everyone's situation and blah, blah, blah. Cause I've had to deal with that. I've been on Facebook groups, online groups, and you know, they're complaining about not getting enough money and you know, the new system of pay sucks and blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, you got to roll with the punches, man. If you don't like it, quit just straight quit. You know, it opens more availability to earn more money for the rest of the people that know how to work it. That's just how it is. I, you know, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Like, you know, when I see a driver flip out at a McDonald's because it said, Oh, it's ready to pick up. He's in there like 10 seconds and it's not available yet because they're slammed and they can't get to that M&M shake fast enough. Like that's ridiculous. You know, real life is real life. If it's available, kindly just talk to them and be like, Hey, you know, I'm here at Uber Eats here to pick up that shake, you know, just whenever you guys have a chance, that's all you have to do. You don't need to flip out on people. That's just, again, drawing a bad light on the company. It's just, it's, it's insane when drivers flip out on restaurants. There's no excuse for that. Absolutely no excuse. Now let's say, well, 
let's say if there was a restaurant that you obviously saw them spit in the food or some crazy extreme thing, then maybe there's justification of getting a little heated, but there should never be a, a point in the you know situation where you're yelling and raising your voice like that. You know, so sorry to go off on a rant, but it, it's been happening a lot. I just don't understand it. You know, the more time that these people do these things and complain and yell and it's just it's hurting your underlining revenue you could have just taken the food and gone and get another order you know it you got to think about these things logically you know um it's just one of those things i guess this is <clears throat> this is something that's been on my mind quite often and it it's just one of those things man it's just a, kind of an annoying thing i don't know <coughs> excuse me well right now i'm out here it's 4:42 p.m. on the on the east coast and it's about to hit dinner rush dinner rush out here is from 5 to 9 and uh there's a 1.1x boost which is not a lot you know whatever but it should be good, you know, people have money from, or extra money from Christmas, or, you know, they got presents, and maybe gift cards, and they're using them, and all this and that, and tips have been good, man, and tips, tips help out, that's another thing I want to talk about, the tips, you know, a lot of people are like, I'm not getting any tips on the app, or, oh, you know, it doesn't matter, even with tips, it doesn't make a lot of money, Dude, I'm making money out here. Like I'm, I'm doing pretty well for myself. For a, a, for me sitting in my car for eight to ten hours a day, and not really working, just picking up food and delivering it. Let's be honest, it's not a hard job. It's not a demanding job. Made to be demanding on a car, but if you maintain your car, it's okay. You know, it, it's not hard. And these people are just making it such a big deal. But anyways, um, right now, uh, you know, I want to get into um, a person's comment that they left, uh, which was so awesome of them. Um, let me bring up that comment real quick. Uh, I did get it a while ago. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't recently. Um but it was from a uh, gentleman named Lance and, uh, his name is Lance Roy and, uh, he's a fan of the show and I just want to read what he sent to me. Um, now I'm not going to go too in depth with his story because, you know, I don't want to, you know, give all of his life out on, you know, the internet and all that stuff. But um, he is a fellow UE driver. Um, he he liked uh, the podcast. He compared it to other podcasts and videos out there and thought it was really cool. I appreciate that. And I want to tell him if he's listening to this, I appreciate the message you sent me. I know it was a long message. It probably took a minute to type out. Um, I, want, I want you to know that I appreciate uh, the support. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you sharing your story with me because it's, it's pretty awesome pretty emotional. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, 
Well, I'll make it kind of a general thing, and uh, maybe in the next podcast, because there will be more podcasts um, going on here here on out, um, I will, I'll, I'll get authorization from Lance to read it on uh, one of the podcasts, because it's such a cool, uh, cool story, uh, sad story, but really cool uh, to see, uh, you know, Lance bounce back from his trials and tribulations, so, uh, but he went through a, you know, a loss of the family, which, you know, is very hard, you know, that's, that's real life, man, um, you know, when you lose a loved one, it's, it's one of the hardest things ever, and, uh, he bounced back, um, he, uh, he started with UE, and, uh, you know, he loves it, he, he does have a full-time job, um, you know, it, he just wants to make some extra cash, um, you know, so, yeah, he, he's doing it on a scooter, he's doing it on a scooter, which is crazy, like, I, I don't even know how that setup would be, maybe he's got, like, a box on the back of the scooter, or the front of the scooter that holds all the food, or maybe he has, like, a specialized backpack, I don't know, I'll have to talk to him more about it, but, um, he, uh, he's on down, he's downtown, um, and his motorcycle slash scooter, excuse me, he's getting around on that, and that's cool, man, like, that's, he's grinding it, he's really out there doing it, like, he's getting money, um, and that, that's awesome, man, that, that supplemental income, that's what he's focused on, he's trying to, you know, he's got his full-time job, he's trying to get that supplemental income, and he's really, there's a lot of stuff he goes into that he's, uh, it's more of strategy, and for him, it's working, you know, and that's the thing I want to just put across there, that you can make this job work for you, you can make it work for you, but you have to put in the actual brain power along with the manpower. So like, you, you know what I'm saying? So you have to really think about your situation and st- strategically plan out how you're going to make the most money with the situation you're in. And that's what Lance has done. You know, he could have just, he could have just worked his full-time job and, you know, try to make ends meet been really tight, but you know what? shoot, like, he, he jumped on his scooter, motorcycle slash scooter, or whatever, and, you know, he made it work, he's getting that extra money, and that's, that's awesome, you know, that's, that's really cool, and he says he's very, very blessed, um, that, you know, Uber Eats provided him this position, um, you know, and he also encourages me to continue the podcast, and, uh, that's, that's really cool, man, um, and he wishes me good luck, yeah, that's, that's a really cool thing, and that's what's going to keep me going, uh, with this podcast, because, you know, in the beginning, I didn't think anyone was going to listen to me, to be completely honest, and, you know, I just did it mainly as, like, a diary, you know, just to kind of put my vents and frustrations, and, you know, maybe, maybe someone out there would listen to me, and then get an idea going that would make them a little extra cash, or, you know, prevent them from losing money, and all this stuff, all I want to do is just help people, and, uh, you know, kind of put my thoughts out there, so, but, uh, but overall, um, I think that the next episode that I'm going to do is going to be very specific, um, it's going to be very, uh, thought out, very professional, uh, it is going to go for quite a long time, I know this one, 
has uh, gone on for almost, what, 28 minutes now. Um, I'm trying to get these podcasts to at least 40 minutes long. Um, I'm going to try to do that uh, this next few days. I'm going to really lay out a plan and and get this content out there because I know there's a lot of content from you guys that you wanted me to talk about. And uh, I'm going to try to get some people on the podcast as well. I'm going to try to get Lance on here so he can um, tell you his story because I don't want to be the guy that, you know, the middleman and all this. So, um, I want you to hear it from him. And, uh, it's a really, it's a really sad story, but it is really cool. Um, how he bounced back from all this. So, um, but yeah, man, overall perception, perception is key in a lot of different businesses, not even Uber eats, not even Uber, not even any of these companies that are doing ride sharing or, you know, food delivery, anything like that, you know, perception, on how your company looks and how your employees act, it actually affects the company in a large way. And it may not be, let's say, uh, quick or a uh, effect that that happens right away. But over time, you know, they'll either lose stock, um, prices will go down, uh, you know, stuff like that. It really affects them, you know, um, financially. And that's not good because I know Uber's in a lot of heat right now. And this job has actually helped me out a lot. And I know it helps out a ton of people. So if this goes away, I mean, that's going to suck, you know? So we got to do our part in kind of lifting up the uh, outlook on what the company does and how it is. And, you know, the image of it needs to be kind of you know, it it doesn't need to be negative all the time. It just doesn't. It shouldn't be negative because you're representing the company. You know, you're, you're a part of it. So bottom line is, look, if you're not satisfied, there's other jobs out there, man. There's hundreds, thousands of jobs that you can do. But, you know, I want to talk to those people that have really made something out of it. Like I have, you know, there's, there's ways to do it. I, I just want to make sure everyone's on that same page. So other than that, um, I think that's it. I'll, I'll definitely go more into a specific type of theme of shows and all this uh, next episode. We're going to try to get Lance on here. Um, really cool guy. And uh, we're going to try to make this podcast cool, man. We're going to try to make it really something. Um, but for now, I'll see you on the next podcast. And uh uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys have seen or heard um, some of the sponsor messages that have popped up either before, middle, or ending of the podcast. Um, that's a recent development um, with Anchor uh, and other companies. So, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get something on the side, uh, maybe like a Patreon or something like that, because um, it does help us out. You know, it helps me out a lot because then, you know, if I take time out of my day to do this, um, right now I'm, you know, I'm doing, I could have been on delivery, but I'm actually making a podcast for you guys. Um, you know, every little bit helps and I'm not going to sit on here and be like, Oh, well, you know, send me money, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Cause that's not what it's about, but it does help. So, uh, if you guys want to, I'll probably, uh, I'm sure there's a link on how to donate. Um, there's already a, you know, a, a link on there for the anchor, uh, support. So you guys, you know, feel like it, throw me a couple bucks, whatever, you know, um, or, you know, if you're in the Florida area or central Florida area 
uh, hit me up on Facebook, man. Um, like Lance did, we'll go grab a beer. Uh, we'll go hang out. You know, I'm gonna try to get something together with the drivers out here. Uh, maybe start you know, a group. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to say. There is a group on Amino, which is an app on Android and iPhone, I believe. Um, I know definitely on Android. And I created a group on Amino, A-M-I-N-O. You could download it for free. And it's the Central Florida Uber Eats group. If you search for that, you'll get it. I'm on there. Uh, there's a bunch of people from the, the uh, Popka and Altamont uh, Springs area um, that are on that app and we chat 24-7. So if you guys want to join up, um, you know, even show your support for the podcast, whatever you want to do, uh, I'm on there as well. Or Facebook. Just hit me up. Alright guys, hope you're having a good week. Hope you're having a good day right now. Hope everything is on the up and up. Uh, you know, hope profits are good. Um, you know, I know Christmas kind of sucked for a lot of people. It took away a lot of business, but we're bouncing back now and, uh, hopefully everything looks good for the new year. So I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Have a good day.